Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons, and we are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we're going to be talking about Romans 1. We're going to be in the book of Romans. And we're going to be talking about Paul. A lot of people think they don't know if Paul wrote it or not. I'm going to say he did, and we're just going to leave it at that. Right. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into... Um, the book of Romans. Paul was always hoping to get to Rome, mm -hmm. and he finally did in Acts. You'll see in Acts 27 and 28 where he was in Rome when he finally made it to Rome. So we're going to read where it says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle. This is how we know Paul wrote it. Because his name is right there. <laughs> yeah, people say, I don't know. Yeah, it's name right there in the beginning. Paul. A servant of Jesus Christ. I don't know how much plainer you can get with that. Right? Yeah. Called to be an apostle. Set apart. For the gospel of God. Mm -hmm. Now, um, who has King James Version? Me. Okay. That first sentence, what does it say? Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, uh -huh. called to be an apostle, uh -huh. separated unto the gospel of God. Okay, and my point of reading that was, because even in ESV it says, set apart for the gospel of God. It lets you know that Jesus is God. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he says the gospel of God. Right. That's right. Capital G. Right. That's right. Right. That's right. Right. Just pointing it out. That's right. <laughs> we here at Tenor Meetings Holiness Ministries, we like to point out when we see where Jesus is God. I know. All right. I know. Just so you can say. So we, you can't say that we said it. The scripture says it. The scripture says it. That's right. Right. Two says, which he promised beforehand 
through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures mm -hmm. concerning his son who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of Holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. And he's talking to the Romans. Mm -hmm. He's giving them the whole rundown of who Christ is. He tells them right off the bat in Rome, Christ is God. That's right. That's it. I know, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> Seven says, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, he points out in seven to all of those in Rome who are loved by God. Mm -hmm. So this ain't just for everybody. This is for the people who are loved by God mm -hmm. and called to be saints. Mm -hmm. Grace to you. Right. He gives this greeting to them. Right. This gospel is for everybody, but this greeting is for the people in Christ already. All right. Right. You see the difference? Mm. Yeah. Eight says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to understand that Paul, he's in Rome. And there are people that are already in the faith when he gets there. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I thank God for all of you. Because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. Mm -hmm. This is why he went to Rome. Because Rome is the powerhouse now. Remember how Moses was sent to Egypt. Mm -hmm. Because Egypt was the powerhouse. Paul is sent to Rome because Rome is the powerhouse. Mm -hmm. And he knows if he can bring people to Christ in Rome, Rome will blast it out to other people in the nations. Mm -hmm. You see? Right. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you, always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will, I may now at least succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to strengthen you. That is, that we may be mutual encouraged, mutually encouraged by each other, by each other's faith, both yours and mine. And this goes back to iron sharpening iron. Because mm. as I strengthen you, I'm going to strengthen myself. Y'all can strengthen me and we can all strengthen each other. Right. That's the way it's supposed to be in Christ anyway. 
Right. You ever tried to help somebody that don't want to be helped? And you keep trying. Yeah. And you just keep trying. You can't help people that don't want to be helped. Right. They don't want your help. Right. <laughs> you gotta learn when to let go. Right. Yeah. 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 But in this case, everybody was good with it. He was happy about being around. Thirteen says, "I do not want you." To be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you, as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under, I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So I'm eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. Paul lets you know that his obligation is to everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he says to the Greeks and the barbarians. Uh -huh. Right? Right. <laughs> this is everybody. Greeks and the Greeks. Yeah. To the wise and the fools. Right. <laughs> His obligation is to everybody, so he, he don't make no respect the person. Everybody can get this. Right. You know? Some people choose who they go to. Uh -huh. Just go to everybody. Yeah. 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. Mm -hmm. To the Jews first, and also to the Greeks. For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. The funny thing is when you when when you are righteous and you're living by faith, you are walking above the water, as we were talking about in Sunday school. You don't have to swim in the water, you can just walk on top of it because you're following Christ. Right. You see? Mm -hmm. So the problems of the world don't bother you because you have Christ who you know who freed you. Now, that doesn't mean you won't have problems. It means your problems won't bother you. Your problems won't have you. Yeah. You see what I mean? Because you'll be like, well, you know, I am going through some things, but I have God in my corner. And knowing that, and your faith is that strong, the things of the world won't bother you. Because you know where your help comes from. Right. The problem with anxieties and depression and different things like that is the people that have those things don't know where their hope, where their hope and their help is coming from. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. 
But when you know in your heart that Christ is there, that stuff don't bother you. It really don't. We can have problems up here. But if you know God is the one who's giving you everything that you have, and see what God does is change your focus. Because what happens is your depression turns to praise. Yeah. Whatever you're depressed about, God shows you the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So you can be depressed about your issues, about the things that's going on in your life. I'm depressed about my job. Mm-hmm. But God will show you, thank God for having a job. Right. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. This is this is where the this is where God allows this to be more than this over here. Mm-hmm. Because when you in the world, this is more mm-hmm. and this is less. Right. Mm-hmm. You see. Mm-hmm. So your woe is me's over here mm-hmm. turns turns into praise and worship over here. Yes. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation mm-hmm. to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and then the Greeks, then the Greeks, also the Greeks. For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Okay, so 18 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. The wrath of God is in the suppression of truth. Hmm. Did you see that? Hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. God's wrath is because you won't face the truth. Hmm. And you think about in history throughout the Bible where God's wrath came upon the people. Because they were refusing to see the truth. They were refusing to acknowledge God as God. They were noticing all of these false idols and all of these different things they had going on in themselves. And they they would not acknowledge the truth. And because they suppressed the truth, they got God's wrath. Nineteen says, for what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. Uh For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. And we talked about this earlier, how God is in everything. Uh-huh. That's right. And because God is in everything and you can get revelation off of anything, mm-hmm. there is no excuse not to come to God because you see Him everywhere. Uh-huh. God is in every living thing on this planet. Mm-hmm. 
and I mean everything, grass, flowers, yeah. trees, animals, God uses everything. And you will see throughout the Bible where God uses all of these things to get his point across mm -hmm. about himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, how does God use everything to get his point across? Through the things through the Bible. We call them miracles. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. He splits water. He makes, turns water into wine. Mm -hmm. He gave uh, loaves of bread and fishes. He uses everything. Right. Uh -huh. Put Jonah in the well. Let him get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many people can say that? <laughs> You know, God uses all of these things. He had a donkey talking. Yeah. Right. Right? I mean, he uses all of his creation to get his point across. Mm -hmm. In the Bible, somewhere. Right. So there is no excuse. 21 says, For all for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Uh -huh. right? right? Just because you know God doesn't mean you honor God. Now, when you don't honor God, you need to acknowledge that. God wants you to show that you didn't honor Him. Don't pretend like you do. You see what I mean? God wants you to come to Him for real. For all they knew, for all of them knew God, but they did not honor God as God. That's right. You didn't honor God as God. You knew Him, but you didn't honor Him. Mm. Or give thanks to Him. And you have a whole lot of people that don't give thanks to God for the things that they have. You got people that don't even give thanks to God for their spouses. I mean, it just goes beyond thanking God for just being God. It goes, I mean, the people that God put in your life. We don't thank God enough for the people that God put in our lives. We don't thank God enough for the things, for the setting that you're in. You know? Right. A lot of things had to be moved around for you to be in the setting that you're in. All right. You know what I mean? God had to move around a lot of stuff for that. Right. And we don't thank God enough for that. Right? We have to thank God for the setting that he put us in. Thank God for our wives. Thank God for our husbands. Thank God for being in a position uh -huh. 
you know, to have the things that you have, to do the things that you do, to be in the position that you're in, to be able to, be able to walk in the way that you walk. Uh -huh. They didn't honor God or give thanks, but they came futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. The more God blessed you, the, the more you think you did. <laughs> oh, wow. It just made me think, the more God blessed you, the bigger pat on the back you give yourself. Uh -huh. Man, look at all the stuff I did. Look at me. Right? 22 says, claiming to be wise, but became fools. You ever heard people that got a lot of stuff, and then you ask them, how did they get it? Oh, man, and then they get to talking. And you being in Christ, you understand that Christ gave you all this stuff. And the more they talk, the dumber they sound. Mm. What? Is, what? You hear people just talking and they got, they, and, and all the talk, never thank God once about nothing they have. Right. And it's like, wow. Okay. And you don't believe God did none of this, huh? Wow. None of it? 23 says, and exchange the glory of the immortal God for images resembling Mortal men and birds and animals and creeping things, all the stuff that God tell you not to do. Uh -huh. Now this is some bold stuff. Because we can't forget that this is Paul talking to the Romans and Romans do idol worship. Telling you, you can't be thinking that all of these Zeus and all of these people and all of these different things, and, mm -hmm. right? right? 24 says, Therefore, God gave them up to the lust of their hearts, to impurities, right? Mm -hmm. Gave them up. Mm -hmm. Therefore, God gave them up. To the lust of their impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. We too busy making idols. Out of people and out of things, mm -hmm. instead of giving God His due. Mm -hmm. right. Twenty six says, "For this reason, God gave them up to their dishonorable passions. For their women exchange natural relations for those that are contrary to nature." They exchange natural relations. Mm. You see women with women. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Men with men. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. 
exchanging natural relations with women and were consumed with the passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in them in themselves the due penalty for their error. We cannot believe going against who God made you uh -huh, uh -huh. is right. right. But you have a, a whole generation of people and this is why the world you know, and this is why people stay in the world because the world tells them that this is okay. Yeah. That everything mm -hmm. is fine. Uh -huh. And you can take all of this demonic things that you do and be okay with it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And believe and trick yourself into believing that in the end, this is all going to pay up. Mm -hmm. And you write out the Bible like the Bible is just garbage. But you put that in your own head. Uh -huh. And you do that to justify the wrong that you're doing. Right. 28 says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to the debased mind to do what ought not to be done. God let you have it. If that's what you want to do, go right ahead. Mm. God is not going to make you yeah. go to heaven. Right. He's not. You got to want that for yourself. Right. He said they are filled with a manner of unrighteousness, evil, uh, covetousness, malice, they are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, mm -hmm. maliciousness. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, mm. inventors of evil. Mm. Invent ways to be evil. Mm -hmm. wow. Inventors of evil. And I think about all of the movies that people make. Mm -hmm. All these evil movies. Mm -hmm. Inventors of evil. Just making up evil stuff. Yeah. You got some people that just, all they do is make horror movies. Mm -hmm. Just invent evil. That's what they, <laughs> their job is to invent evil. That's what they do. Disobedient to parents. Foolish. Faithless, heartless, and ruthless. Mm -hmm. All of those attributes is what is going to be left on this earth once Christ comes back for his people and that's all that's left. Mm -hmm. wow. And it said, though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. They not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you doing all right. Don't worry about what everybody else saying. Uh -huh. Right. And then you'll have people to tell you when you are doing these things and being gay and doing all of this stuff that you're not supposed to be doing. You'll have people in, in their corner telling them, yeah, that's okay. And Jesus, you have Christian folks. Yeah. Telling them, just leave them alone and let them be. That's who they are. Uh-huh. Mess. Right? Yeah. We have to take control of our own souls. Uh -huh. right. Stop letting the world take control of your soul. Give yourself to Christ. Right? right? Yeah. The Bible tells us that we are responsible for ourselves. Uh -huh. Work out your own salvation. And there's only one way to do that, and that's in Christ. You have to make up in your mind to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. Uh -huh. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today for these scriptures. We thank you or reading the first book of Romans, uh -huh. first chapter in Romans, where we can see where everything that Paul brought out was all up front, telling us what we need to do and why we shouldn't do the things that we're doing already. Uh -huh. Father, we just thank you for these scriptures today, and we thank you for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you give us. Now we can go and teach others what we are learning here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say amen. amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Hi, thanks for watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always... Stay blessed and faithful.